Good morning, Chicago, and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you, we've got Shay, we've got Potsy, we got you for a three-hour ride here. Still to come, Jesse Rogers with the latest from the Cubs and Sox. But Friday folder at 935 as well here on ESPN 1000. Yeah, now uh, we're going to play some more of Albert Breer. Hoodie, I think I'm just going to take the cowardly way out. I'm going to just mute all the Bears and Justin Field. I just I want it to be over. I just <laughs> trade me, don't trade. Just let it be over. Okay, is that where you're going? You're going to mute the conversation? I'm just going to mute it all. Okay. Oh God. But what about this the screed that's in front of you right now, going after you? Um, what about that? Are you going to mute all those people too? Or yeah, I mean, just bring it on. I, I'm not even. I, it's insane. Poles is not going to trade. Tra- he's going to trade the pick. He's going to build around Justin. Just stop. He's not going to get Caleb Williams, who's got future cancer written all over him in the clubhouse. Stop. Just can we please just let it. Let's get the deal done. Can't you lean into the happy today, Cap? I am happy, but I'm also my wife's leaving town for a while. Okay, well, nothing I can do about that. All I can do is just be your co-host for You're now. Be lonely. Okay, you'll be fine. You'll find a way. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll find a way. She's going to climb a mountain. Yeah, well, that so means, I'm a little scared for well, her. It's about time she has. It's been a while. I would say that. Uh, Wow. <laughs> you're, you're offering all of this. You keep opening the door. Wow. Letting people know what she's doing. Leave her alone. Now, just be happy, man. Don't you have a little sunshine. It's Friday. I and, got it. And it's baseball season. We got baseball back today, baby. Shouldn't that make you happy? We interrupt this White Sox Cubs game to discuss Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams. <laughs> Hi, I'm Len Casper. <laughs> Could you imagine? Len and DJ in the booth. <laughs> Top of the third, White Sox lead 2 nothing. What so, would you do, DJ? DJ, your thoughts on Justin Fields. I mean, could you imagine? Stop! Please, can <laughs> right, I just... Right. I'm going <laughs> to mute the TV. I'm going to listen to our broadcast. I'm going to watch the game, get a little sunshine, yeah. and go, wow, I got baseball. I don't have to hear about this. That's right. That's why I want you just to be happy. I don't have to have the cult coming at me. I don't have to have the Caleb this and the Justin that. Cap, you should be happy that we got baseball on our TV. Cubs and White Sox. I'm ready. And again, it's spring training. The first one I saw, by the way, was the uh, Dodgers Padres yesterday. That didn't go very well. That was a blowout. That was horrible for the Padres. Wow. But but we are able to get the Cubs and Sox. And so we're still on Bellinger watch. Can you tell us the latest on Bellinger to the Cubs? Go ahead. Give us a few minutes on that. What are you? Um, Mad Dog. Mad Dog over there. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. I'm Bellinger to the Cubs. Bellinger, Cubs, uh, connection. He was there last year. Still free agent. Go ahead. Give me a few minutes on that. So there is a woman named Lisa on social media. I don't know Lisa. Okay. Lisa said that her friends in Arizona told her that they ran into somebody. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong here. And that Bellinger's already signed. He's coming to the Cubs. Okay. Today. All right. Now. You're going to get aggregated, by the way. No. Okay. First of all, Daniel passed. Okay. Moment of silence. That's enough. Uh, oh. That was an awfully quick moment. Oh. And I was not going to bother Jed Hoyer. Hey, Jed, just checking in. Lisa is reporting. Ooh. Lisa on Twitter is reporting you signed Bellinger. 
okay, you're an idiot. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, anything, anybody else going through the gates at Sloan? I'm thinking this is what you are. You are what you are. So, is there, I mean, you got plenty you could pick up, though. There is. And uh, the Red Sox, apparently one of their insiders, I read it today, said that the Red Sox kicked the tires on Jordan Montgomery, a Boris client. Mm-hmm. The price tag has not come down, and they said, well, we've already, we're at our budget. Sorry, we're out. So they do not envision getting something done. Boris collusion. That's what's happening in baseball. I'm reporting it. Cap, I mean, all these Boris guys are just sitting there waiting for a job. Four of them. Listen. I know what you're saying when you tell me, Hoodie, you can't say that on an open mic. There, that's illegal. You can't collude. I understand what you mean. But, Cap, you know like I know. Come on, man. Let the audience in. I mean, there's always these dinners and these lunches. Now, I'm not saying that they, MLB needs to take all the uh, telephones and the cell phones from these general managers and these people in the front office. But there's got to be a wink and a nod saying, you know what? We see these prices. We see these salaries. We're not doing it. What about you? Yeah, I'm not doing it either. What about you? Yeah, I'm not doing it either. That's a form of collusion. Coming together saying, we're not doing this. Here's Otani with the sky. We're not, we're not paying the sky anymore. We're not even paying the tall, tall buildings. They're going to come down to our price. And the majority of the teams are doing that. That's not a coincidence. Yeah, like 98% of the teams are doing that. I know, I know you think that's a harsh word. But there's some kind of agreement where Major League Baseball teams are saying, we're not doing this. I don't think there's any agreement. I think they've, got, they've gotten smarter. But not at the same time. Every front office is different. You know that there's been a conversation. I'm not saying that there's been a secret room in the darkness. We're not going to pay for average middle relievers anymore. We're not going to pay through the nose for it. You agree? You agree? They're all the eyes, the nays, it's a vote. I'm not saying that. But, Cap, I think that there is a... A wink and a nod saying, you know what? I see what you're doing over there. I'm going to do the same thing for my business and for my team. Well, a lot of them use the same algorithms. We can ask Jesse about this when he joins us in 11 minutes. Uh, they use the same algorithms. They do the same type of processing on what their offers are worth. And they make you an offer in December and you go, it's not enough. They sign somebody else. And then you come back and go, oh, I should have taken that. Who was the guy? Uh, was it Adovino? Mm-hmm. He turned down his $6.5 million option because his agent told him, you're getting disrespected. You're getting underpaid here. I'll pick that option up. Guess what? He went back to the same team for $4.5 million. Hat in hand. Hat in hand. All right, I'll take it. I'll take the 6 No, the 6 is gone. Sorry, we can give you 4 It's all we got left in the budget. All right, I'll take it. Because he otherwise, he'd still be sitting there and he'd sign for 2 Shay, you mentioned that we had some callers uh, this week. You were asking us to talk about the White Sox. What yeah, you- couple people called in. Just why haven't we talked about the team at all? And I'm like, well, what do you want to hear? Like, what's the hook on White Sox baseball this year? What's got your juices going for the White Sox? Well, here are my thoughts on the White Sox because as we go to John Lickland on ESPN 1000, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Hello, John. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing there? We're great. Uh, which, which games are you going to be watching today? Well, let's see. I'm in sunny Lakeland. I got season tickets to the Tigers with me and Shay. Mm-hmm. And Shay's hooked me up with some uh, bets for this year on the Tigers and wins and stuff. But a couple things I want to talk to you guys about. First of all is tomorrow, 
Um, I got my uh, Tigers first game against the Yankees. Hopefully I'll see Rizzo. I can give him a shout-out for missing Cap and Jay Hood specials. Yes. <laughs> right. Hopefully see, Love it. Hopefully see, hopefully see Jason Benetti's first game there tomorrow, and I'm going to ask him who's going to sing up uh, Nationwide We're On Your Side since he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He, he and Stone were a great uh, duo doing that. They were. Oh, they they were fantastic. But anyway, I want to let you guys know I love you guys. Or I listen to you guys every day. And I just got a couple things, and I'll listen off the air. Um, I'm trying to get Shay to go in on a, 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 a bet with me. We'll put $100 down on Javi for MVP of the year, but he doesn't want to touch that bet. Okay. I'd rather take $100 and throw it in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love Benetti, man. He's awesome. Uh-huh. Well, I know that. I, I love him. and I'm, Hopefully I get to see him in person tomorrow and talk to him a little bit and, and talk to him about that. But I got two more things maybe you, I know because you got connections. First of all, I follow the umpires and stuff. Jerry Lane last year was the senior umpire. He got into that guy's face in the Astros in the game and never seen him after the year. Never seen him after that. And I know it's going to be hush-hush if they suspended him or whatever, but that's kind of a, that's kind of a thing. And then the last thing I want to leave you with and let you guys know, I listen to you guys every day out here and looking forward to spring training and stuff. Um, with the reverb tomorrow, yesterday with Corky Cronin, Cap, you should know this about listening, sitting with the A-tracks in the back of the car puff of smoke coming out. Listen to some Cheech and Chong. I remember those days <laughs> in my 69 Chevy Nova. Yeah, especially listen to the, you know, their, their, their little things on the Acapulco Gold and stuff. It was fantastic. You oh don't see them anymore. There you go. That's so Have good. a great one, John. Enjoy Lakeland, Florida, buddy. John, we appreciate the telephone call. You know, I was just going to leave the White Sox conversation blank. I was going to say, I'm going to talk about the White Sox and then just not say anything. I'm just going to just be silent. But I, but I will say this. I've seen a lot of uh, Pedro Grafal, almost a lot already, and yeah, it's not even the first over. game. Okay. So uh, I wonder what his, what his thought was about the White Sox coming into this job because when he has the White Sox on a slip and slide trying to – I don't know if he's trying to teach the Sox how to slide or whatever or if they're having fun or whatever. He says that the Sox are going to try to steal more bases and be more active on the base paths. Cap, I mean, when you take the job, unless you have a station-to-station team, that should be job one to be able to take the extra base because it's back in vogue now, isn't it? So a friend of mine ran up to one of the Sox players, who will remain nameless, but he's a pretty significant name on the team, and asked him, are things different here? He said, oh, yeah. The vibe is so much better in the room. Really? Yeah. There's a few guys missing that apparently were not great on the vibe. So, Tim? I don't know. He didn't say. He just said, who? He goes, let's just say the room is a lot better this year. Okay. Does the room mean a, a, 100 losses or 99? 102. I mean, seriously. Right. I mean, you can have a bunch of choir boys in there, Cap, but if you can't play baseball, that's going to suck this summer again. Correct. I expect the Sox to be horrible this year. I expect that. And this is with Dylan Cease on the team. I How thought, many wins would, would you go? Hmm. They were surprisingly more palatable. How many? 72. 72 wins? Yeah. So that, if they go 72 and 90, that, oh. you'll be like, oh, they were better than I thought. Yes. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. That would, that would surprise me. I would take the under. Well, Hoodie, the good news is, I don't know if you saw it this week, but Andrew Benintendi's in the best shape of his life. The classic spring training story. Andrew Benintendi, he's healthy, got his body right. 
He's hitting camp. Yeah, for what the did best he gain? Of his life. Twenty-seven pounds of muscle in two months. I mean, I hear these. They could literally have like a drawer of stories at the. You want to save money for the dying newspaper industry? Just have the same stories and just change the dateline. You know what? In the best shape of his life. He changed his diet. He changed his workout. What? It's Shay's least favorite uh, saying in base in, in sports. You know why I know that? Because for a long time, Shay's bio on Twitter was best shape of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Every year for like six straight years, Miguel Cabrera showed up at camp in the best shape of his life. <laughs> now it's happening with Javi Baez. Yeah. We got Andrew Benintendi. I'm sure Tim Anderson will report to Miami in the best shape of his life. I mean, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, you, it might be. But what does that mean on the field, Cap? What does that mean at the, in the batter's box? It's just a thing that people say. Correct. He's lost weight. Or, boy, he's in, in a great shape. Okay, now what? If you still get the same results. Correct. Same numbers are pretty close on the back of the baseball card a year from now. Four things I'm looking forward to for the White Sox season. Number one, the sunshine. Being at guaranteed rate, being there with, with my cousins, with Wiley, with, uh, with Maceo, with Terrence, having a good time going to White Sox games this year. Checking out the food, because the food's always great, wafting through the air at guaranteed rate. That's always it's, the best. It, win or lose, it's always fun. It's all, it's, I love that. I went with uh, Rick Tallender and Steve Mandel, our agent, uh-huh. to see the Yankees at the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. Yankees pounded them. Yeah. I had a great time. Yes. I really did. Luis Robert is the third reason why I want to go to White Sox games because he's the lone star on the team. And number four, I want to go to Sox games to see how often Aloy Jimenez is going to get hurt this year. Jesse Rogers, the latest in the Cubs and Sox, right around the corner on Cap and Jay Hood. Guy. <laughs> and Jay Hood are back. I appreciate your show. I'm an Uber driver, and from 7 to 10 every day, I've got you locked in. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad that you're with us. We'll open up the Friday folder coming up at 935 and Tracy Butler with the latest on the weekend weather at 950. Now time for Jesse Rogers, and he's on the hotline. The Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X Man. Good morning to you, Jess. How are you? Okay, I am good, boys. I am good. We have baseball today. The Cubs versus the Sox. Hoodie versus Cap. How, much, how many shekels are you putting on this game, Cap? Come on, be honest. Uh, I've got the Cubs minus 360 on the money line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And there's Jesse out there in the hot sun with his half Cubs, half Sox hat, like like Sherlock Holmes, turning it around, depending on who's That's winning. That's what he's going to well, do. You, when you started to say that, I thought you were going to say, uh, there's Jesse Chavez on the mound wearing a, a, a Sox cap. At 40 years old, he will start the first spring training game for the White Sox. Obviously, he's only going to pitch an inning, but still, Jesse Chavez trying to hang on. Um, with the White Sox, which a lot of players are doing. And then the Cubs, it's Jordan Wick. Remember the lefty uh, late last year had a good run? He starts the spring opener for the Cubs again, probably just one inning. So yesterday, the highly reputable source, not as good as WetButt23 on Reddit, (laughs) but Lisa on Twitter is reporting that the Cubs have signed Cody Bellinger. Any truth to that story? 
I haven't heard anything. I just got up this morning, um, so I'll have to start asking around and, and, and talking to Jed um, because yesterday he was on the phone a ton. Uh, he was roaming the outfield. I'm talking about an empty practice field on the backfields, uh, talking on the phone. He could have been to his wife. could have been to his kids. I have no idea. But usually when you need that much space, I think that's a Scott Boris phone call. Um, but in any case, mm. he's, been working the phones. <laughs> he's been working the phones a lot the last few days more than usual i'm talking just from what i see you know usually they're out there watching and sometimes they take a phone call but i've noticed him out there a lot on the phone especially the last two days um something's got to be coming to a head soon especially for those pitchers i say that knowing that it doesn't have to it could still linger and linger and linger but then the pitchers won't be ready for opening day. I'm talking about the Boris clients that are pitchers. So basically so. you're reporting Bellinger and Snell in a package <laughs> deal to the Cubs. After a four-hour phone call between Scott Boris and Jed Hoyer, um, I am not reporting that. But uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be shocking if they got one the rest of the way here, right? As soon as they, at whatever point, each side is willing to talk about short-term deals, and certainly I'm sure the Cubs are there, then a deal can be had. And I think it could be as short as three years with two opt-outs. Give me but pitching, I don't pitching, know. pitching. What, what we don't know is the, the moment when Boris will say that. We don't know that. I think he's got to be saying it about his pitchers soon. Um, it's, a, it's, it's basically a month now. And uh, they, they can't be pushed back or else they won't be ready. Now, maybe, maybe he'll wait and they just will, they'll miss the first three weeks of the season. And he doesn't care. And the other team won't care. You know, the team he signs won't care. They sign with won't care. So we'll see. But I, it's ongoing. It's I just don't know where that mo- when that moment is that where it changes. We can logically think about it, meaning you know how much time left in spring training. But I don't know for sure because we've seen players taken into the season and and, and still be uh, held out. You know, so we'll see. Jesse, give us some clarity on the starting rotation for the White Sox this year. All right, we'll see. And uh, Kopech are at the top. I mean, Kopech looks great. Twenty yeah. pounds lighter. All the usual things you hear about a guy that wants to. Uh, be a fixture. You know, he lost weight, best shape of his career. Uh-huh. He just has to. He has to. Yeah, he has to do it though every five days for the, for six months because he can break down at times. But again, lost twenty pounds. We'll see where he is. So it's. I'm assuming Kopech's in. Uh-huh. Cease Kopech, Fetty, um, and then it's pretty much anybody's guess afterwards. Um, wow. You know, uh, well, that pumps Mike, you full of confidence up in the sales department. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Uh, oh my God. We talked about the great Mike Soroka last time out, um, and then and then there, there's a battle there at the back end. Uh, Jesse Schultz, Tuki Toussaint, were, who were here last year, and Toussaint wasn't bad, but they really have have a tryout going on at three, four, five, um, really four and five. I mean, Fetty has a job. I mean, they don't sign a guy out of Korea as the Cy Young there and not give him a, a role. So. I think one, two, three are set. It's four and five. They've got some trials going on. Tuki, do you sound better as just a, a, a stretch five or a long man? I'm not, I'm not sure. It's, you know what's weird, Jesse? The amount of Sox games I went to last year, it was always the Tuki Toussaint game. I don't know how I drove right. that short straw. <laughs> it just, I don't know how. I saw like five of his, his starts. It's like he's got decent stuff, but it, it feels more like a middle reliever long man than starter. I don't know. Yeah, I think in a lot of these cases with the White Sox, if they were on a contending team, their roles would be different. You know, Mike Moustakis wouldn't be trying to make the team. He'd be trying to make the minor league team. And then if someone gets hurt, gets called up. Toussaint would not be a starter on one of the better teams, right? But he did okay last year. And 
I know they're working hard with him, so let's at least give him a shot. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. He's more of a six than a five or four. On this team, he might be a three for all I know. So oh. it, it is it is tryout season for the White Sox. Corey Knable, you know, we've gone through the names the last two weeks. It's it's pretty interesting to see so many players at camp. Oh, God. Yeah. Who's Corey Remember Knable? Remember Corey Knable, the, the, the reliever? Oh, God. I thought he was... Oh, he's no, dead. He's still <laughs> <laughs> Cross him off then. <laughs> I mean, wow. Okay, so, so can you go? Can you give me the right fielder for the Sox this year? Now, uh, how much time will Sheets get, or will it be someone else like a Dom Fletcher? Go ahead. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be Dom Fletcher's job to lose. You got to, you got to still bat uh, Sheets in there somewhere at times. Maybe just straight up DH because. Yeah, he's the best lefty they have. Essentially, wait a minute. You know, Did you say it's whoever he is, Dom Fletcher? Fletcher. Stop laughing! Job to lose. <laughs> Stop much. laughing! Yeah. That's enough from you. <laughs> laughing. I mean, wow. Colas is around. Uh, Col- Gavin Sheets is around, but it, uh, you know, they traded for Fletcher, and it sounded like he's going to lay a lot of run and. In right field, Scott um, Fletcher. You know, he, not Scott yeah. Fletcher. He said Dominic Fletcher. <laughs> He'd be an upgrade at short. Uh, Let's be honest. Not Nicky Lopez. Because because we talk about young guys all the time with the Cubs, Jesse. But the but on the Sox side, you you kind of slipped in Colas on me. Sounds like he's down the track. I thought that that was supposed to be the future of the ball club. Yeah, he just he got handed too much last year. And remember when he came up the second time, Grafal was like, Oof. even Grafal was like. This guy needs more seasoning. Even when the their the season no was blank. lost, that's they, coming from they him. Could, <laughs> they couldn't play every day. They couldn't play him every day because he was making mistakes. So, yeah, they are searching for a right fielder for seemingly the last you know what five years, and they're still searching. Maybe Dom Fletcher's the answer. Jesse, be one hundred percent honest here. Mm-hmm. If the Cubs broke camp with what they have on their roster and in their system today. How many wins is that team capable of getting? I'm going to give Craig the benefit of the doubt, and I, I'll say they come close to repeating last year, but they don't exceed it. So 82-83. And that's mostly because everyone claims Craig Council is the best out there, so I'll buy into it, and I like him a lot. But you can't make chicken you-know-what when you don't have – when you, 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 you know, you, when you don't have the pieces, you can, you can only do so much as a manager. Right. It's like and, some of those horses that so makes us bet on. They just don't yeah. have it. So that's why I'm being generous when I say 80 to 83 wins, because I'll tell you what, I believe in left-handed slug more than uh, just about as much as anything in the game. And they will not have it without Bellinger. They will not have any dangerous hitters from the left side that make an opposing pitcher or team think about them, react differently, it, it, you know the game plan you're going through, and, and, and you know that guy. We got we got to pitch around him. No, that's not going to happen with the Cubs if Bellinger's not on this team. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's true. So you say 82, 83 wins. What does that mean for the playoffs? Does that sound like a non-playoff team, or put him in the playoffs with that amount of wins? No, it's definitely a non-playoff team. Definitely a non-playoff team. They can't get there without a bat like Bellinger from the left side. They just can't. Their ceiling will be low. Their floor might be a little higher with Council, but their ceiling will be low. They'll just be offensively challenged the entire season unless Michael Bush is Rookie of the Year and repeats what Bellinger did. So it's just a trade, but a trade-off. But you can't count on that at all. Okay. So um, that's why I think I'm being generous. Without, without him, your offense is really, really in between, especially, you know, I'm going to say especially in that division. It's not a great division, but 
just take the offense without him and they're third or fourth in that division on that side of the ball, you might be better on the mound, but you're not anywhere near good enough at the plate. But you, you still feel strongly that the Reds will be better this year and better than the Cubs? Is that what that means? I think so. I think even with Bellinger, the, the Reds have a chance. This is their year to sort of pop, you know what I mean, take the next level, all those cliches. I think this is the year for them. Reds. They had injuries on the pitching staff last year. Without those injuries, they're probably a better team. So we'll see if they stay healthy. Uh, Jesse, I was going to ask you one other thing. In terms of the Cubs' rotation, obviously Justin Steele, Jordan Wicks, is he a lock to make the roster? Uh, Kyle Hendricks, uh, Tyone Imanaga, is that the five? Yes, that's the five right there with Assad as the six. I can't mm-hmm. pray, say for sure Assad doesn't beat out Wicks. I heard Smiley's in the best shape of his life. Yeah, he actually is. That's the funny part. But he'll he'll show that shape <laughs> up in the bullpen. He'll show that up in the bullpen. That great shape that he's in. I did read um, that. Yeah, no, I know he did say that to, to some reporters. So yeah, there's your five or six. I've met, I mentioned on the air yesterday. I watched Imanaga's bullpen, and I, I think I've said this to you guys before. Watch out. There's going to be some home run totals. There's going to be some home runs hit off of Imanaga. But in between, he's, he should be deceptive, deceptive enough to have a good season. But when he leaves that ball up a little bit and without movement, it's going to get hit. And he is a fly ball pitcher. I saw P. Wizzy crush one off of him two days ago. So it's right. just a reminder. That's just a, a reminder. You're, you're, you're a damn journalist. Stop with the nicknames. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that on SportsCenter. Don't do that with us. I kind of like that. P-Wizzy. Yeah, that's fine. But you wouldn't do that to, to, with a Kevin Connors. Now let, me no, ask, now let me ask you, Jesse. Now you wrote about the Tim Anderson uh, news. Yeah. Marlins one-year deal. What does that yeah. look like for Tim? Is that Tim and Berger on one side of the infield for the Marlins? Yeah. And what kind of year do you think he can have with a new uh, fresh coat of paint? Yeah, him and him and Berger left side. It was a little surprised he got a shortstop job, but they were searching, and it's not a lot of money. I wish I could tell you better because, look, we know with him it wasn't the physical skills. It was the mindset. I mean, there was something going on upstairs. He's talked about his personal issues, and there's no doubt impacted his play. We're six months later. Is, is, is he in a better spot? I don't know. I haven't talked to his people that clearly. Um, and they'll probably – say that he is because they want him to be you know you could talk yourself into oh yeah he's in a good spot so let's see let's see because you did not find a worse shortstop last year on either side of the ball it, it, it can only go up change of scenery can only help usually i think in a big way this in this case and his game can only go up because it can't get worse so that's all i got on him all right tell jed we need some reinforcements here we're demanding yeah, yeah. him yeah, I'm going to try to talk to him one-on-one off to the side today. I'm going to come home for a few days, so I want to get the lay of the land from him. And if I got something good, Cap, I'll let you home. know. Home? You just got there. It was 10 days. Uh, Danny, Danny wants you out there. Boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the car Thank you, Jesse Rogers. Thank you, Jesse. With the latest on the Cubs and Don Fletcher. All right, coming up. We will have the Friday folder, the latest that's happening that we might have missed. Scotty Fletcher. We will get to that coming up next. Tracy Butler on the weekend weather as well this half hour on Cap and Jay Hood. Because it's Friday. It's time for the Friday folder. And you ain't got shit to do. On the Cap and Jay Hood Show. Now time. For the Friday folder. Shots fired. Here on Cap and Jay Hood. And in the folder, we should bring up Albert Breer. Correct, because on this show, 
on the Kappa J Hood Morning Show. Uh-huh. The great Albert Breer of Monday Morning Quarterback at SI.com, as tapped in an NFL insider as there is, said to us, quote, this about Justin and the Bears and a trade. Yeah, I think the bones of it could um, could could be there next week. The bones of a trade could be in place next week. I um, gets knocked down a notch, and so you know I think that that's why if you're the Bears, there is some urgency to get moving on this because if you're going to get the best return, the best return is probably going to be available to you right now. That's big time. So aggregators, get after it. Captain Jay Hood, there you go. Oh. Albert Breer with us. I'm just saying, those people just put it out there like Albert Breer said it, and it wasn't on. You know, the sports hub is right here. That is in correct. Chicago. Right here. Yeah, so interesting thoughts there from Albert Breer. Correct. Let's dive further into Take the folder. Here. <laughs> Here's Shay Darling. Shay? Uh, all right, current Cowboy and former Michigan defensive tackle, Mozzie Smith, had a storage unit auctioned off for non-payment. And the guys went through it, took video. Listen to some of the stuff they found in this storage unit. Check out one of the craziest storage units I've ever purchased. I paid $1,880 for this storage locker. I'm guessing because most people saw this giant gun safe in the front. But what I saw was this cleat in the back, and it's a Michigan Jordan cleat. These are player-exclusive cleats. They sell for between six dollars and $700. And that was just the tip of the iceberg for this unit. All of the shoes in here are essentially player-exclusive Michigan Wolverine Jordan shoes. Cleats, player-exclusive, just regular shoes, training shoes. It's just insane. The unit also had about three or four boxes filled with Mega Block Halo Legos. This is a Louis Vuitton toiletry bag that sells for like $1,000. Here's another Lego set. This is a Michigan playbook. Sealed Super Smash Bros. game. Some game-worn Jordan 13 cleats. The player did get drafted in the first round of 2023. There will be a part two and three to this because part two are the crazy shoes that I haven't even shown you yet. And part three will be some of the clothes because the clothes are high-end as well. The last will be us finally opening the safe because I have to figure out how to get into that thing. Talk about just being unbelievably lucky. I'm sorry I couldn't get it all in one video. You're definitely going to want to follow because what's in this box is more than I could have ever imagined. Okay. You're an NFL player. How are you letting your storage unit go up to auction with a gun safe in it, all your exclusive cleats, your Michigan playbooks, thousands of dollars in designer merchandise? How does this ever happen? It's unbelievable. It's incredible. And he just on, was man. drafted 23, right? That keys is yeah, yeah. This is his rookie year. Same class as Darnold. Right? How much was his signing bonus? It had to be in the millions. Can't pay the bill for the storage unit. Wow. <laughs> That's I mean, but you know what? Some people forget that storage wars show that I see that pops up on cable every now and then. It's just people either they. They forget or can't afford to you, keep the the rent on that. You know thing. that happened to O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. he had Uh-oh. when they were coming to confiscate all his stuff from the judgment that the Goldmans won in the civil suit. That's correct. He found out there. It was in the documentary. They're coming at eight o'clock with a moving van. Yeah, well, the day before and all night they started loading stuff in the cars and getting it out, 
and they dispersed it to different storage units around California. Some in San Francisco and some in L.A. and Brentwood. He didn't pay the bill. People bought bought the storage. Look, look what I got here. Yes. God, that's just ridiculous. How does that happen? How does that not happen? I think we should buy the playbook. But Mozzie Smith. Yes. Are you telling me Mozzie Smith isn't getting all these invoices past due 30 days, past due 60 days, past due 90? And he doesn't finally get one. Your belongings will be sold. And he just ignores it. Yeah. Yeah. Per spot track, $7.7 in yearly cash no. his rookie season. Gosh. And, and he's got it. like a four-year guarantee. No payments on his storage unit with apparently thousands of dollars worth of merchandise. I would argue probably tens of thousands, can maybe we, hundreds of thousands of dollars Can we get the playbook? Worth. I would like the playbook. Then we can watch the Chargers and go, here's what they're running right here. <laughs> 22 Jet Blast. Here it comes. Something that, that important and that valuable. The playbook is just sitting in a storage unit. What does that say? What does that really say? Wow. And I see it on storage wars all the time. People, like you said, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Okay. Well, you know, it's going up for auction now. That's the wow factor. I want that. That's a good looking table. You know, or that's a good arcade game. I want to see how much that's worth. It's, it happens all the time. Wow. He doesn't care, Cap. Clearly he didn't care. All right. What's next, sir? Uh, Johnny Manziel was on Shannon Sharp's podcast this week to talk about what happened in his football career and a very interesting comment about his weight loss. I was 210 pounds when I left Cleveland. I was 170 pounds sitting in Vegas that August, that September, October, whatever it was later in that year. 40? How you lose 40 pounds? You're on a strict diet of blow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it any wonder it didn't work out for Johnny Manziel? <laughs> I'm glad he was honest. Who was the GM in Cleveland that drafted him? That wasn't it Lombardi, was Jim Dorsey, was it? wasn't it? John Dorsey? John Dorsey. That wasn't, wasn't it? Lombardi? <laughs> uh, it'd be funny if it was Lombardi. And that's on Club Shay Shay, right? Is that what that was? On his yes, podcast? Yeah, yeah, on his YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Boy, he's getting all the great guests. First, Monique. Cat Williams, and now Johnny Manziel. Ray Farmer. Oh, Ray wow. Farmer was the GM? Yes. That's not a good pick there, Ray. No. He was a general manager. Yes, he was. I actually I felt bad for Manziel watching this. There was a cut he talked about. Uh, he went up to one of the assistance rooms, and they called him in. They said, Manziel, get in here. And he said, you could be a really good player if you could ever get your head out of your ass. And he's, Manziel goes, just to, for someone to talk to me like that when I'm trying to build my confidence, broke me. Says he went back to the quarterback room and Josh McCown was like, what's going on? He told him what happened and McCown went right to that coach. And he's like, I don't know what was said, but I know they did not have a good conversation because you cannot talk to rookies like that. All right, what's, what else did we miss? Uh, NASA is seeking volunteers for a 378-day paid simulated Mars mission. For 378 days, you will basically simulate going to uh, Mars, and they're seeking volunteers. Kaplan, any interest? And Zetterman texted me, hey, would you do this for the station? No. Well... The response would have been, yeah, that's our only way for us to get a live event around here on the morning show. 
We're going to London. Okay, that's official, right? That's I what wouldn't, I'm hearing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I think I like my line better. Oh, wow. <laughs> what else? I what? think Cap should do this. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I'm it's claustrophobic. Friday. I'd be glad if that would ta- if that would happen. You take Mindy with you. You he's and the dogs. Tr- he's trying to do remote broadcasts from the NASA facility. Uh, Mr. Kaplan, you're not going to be able to do that on Mars. We can't do this. I'm claustrophobic. I couldn't even get into the drive it. The headgear. <laughs> drive it, hoodie. <laughs> you no. won't be able to get your newspaper up there in Mars, but this whole thing, by the way, about just going to a different planet, Cap. I just want to know: is there a Starbucks? Are there restaurants there? Is there a soul food shack? That's what I need to know. Otherwise, I'd live there. No shot. If it had the same kind of amenities that we have here, no question. Float around in space, still get a Starbucks? I couldn't put the helmet on. Why not? Claustrophobic. And then get locked in a, a spaceship? No shot. I'm reading Twitter. People think you're already in a spaceship. Probably right. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, you need to mute all this for the weekend. Oh, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, kid. What else did we miss? I know we missed a few other things. Yeah, I got two more items here quickly. Uh, one, New York City men are paying $5,000 to get David Beckham's nipples. Excuse me? Yeah, it's a surgery. It's a procedure. Uh, men are spending five grand. It's a growing trend, apparently. To get David Beckham's almond-shaped nipples. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I don't have a response. I didn't know his nipples were a thing. See, Cap, this is the problem. When you're unhappy with yourself, you look at some figure on television or some star or some movie, and it's like, I want that hair. I want, I'll, I'll change my face to look like my favorite actress or actor. I'll change my body. You look like, I mean, it's one thing to be an influencer. It's another when you want to change your whole life and your whole being to look like someone else. That's insane. I want, what are they saying? They, they want the nipples of David Beckham. Yeah. Correct. Look, I don't see that. If you feel like you, you want to restructure your nose a little bit, you'll feel better about yourself. All for it. Go for it. Do your thing. We were on. I want David Beckham's nipples is a little wild to me. I like, I like, I, I like Steve Carell. I don't want his nose. We were on a vacation in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. And there was some. Which one? There was some boat trip. Yeah. And I said to the guy, you ever get any celebrities on the boat? He said, yeah, we've had. So he goes, James Harden was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He said, but the best celebrity we've ever had with. Uh, he said one of the Jenners was horrible. He said the best was David Beckham. Hmm. I said, serious? He's like, forget that he was the best tipper we've ever had. He was incredible. He saw a soccer ball on the boat. He yeah. goes, you guys play soccer? Yeah. Pull the boat over. And they pulled it up by a dock, got off, and there was a patch of grass. He goes, I'm David Beckham. Let's play soccer together. And they kicked the ball around, took pictures. He goes, the best guy ever. That's cool to hear that. Did they want his nipples after the account encounter? That's the question. It's a great question. That's what I want to know. If I had known that, I would have asked when I was there. Did I you back. want his nipples? Tell me. Take that. Take that. Tracy Butler with the latest on the weather and also her memories of Tom Skilling. And still to come on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Time now for the Cap and J Hood Cut of the Day. That's brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse to Friday. 
the Burger Friday. Get the lunch, get the cold beer to go with it, roll over to the bar, have some cocktails, and start your weekend, baby. It's on LaSalle, north side of the Chicago River. Justin. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! little wink and a little nod. Looking good. He's got a beard. I don't know about you, but you can't spell Matt Eberflus without B-A-E in those letters. Let me tell you, he's a good-looking man. Oh, man. Coach, I'm in. Hey, Matt. Hey, big head. What are you doing right now? I'm just telling you. You want to go creeping tonight? (laughs) I'm just telling you, Cap, let me tell you. You, I saw Eberflus, and I thought, yeah, if he keeps that look, Bears are going to the playoffs for sure. Super Bowl winning coach, Matt Eberflus. And that is the Cap and J Hood cut of the day right here on ESPN 1000. Now time to go to the newsroom. ABC 7 Eyewitness News and Tracy Butler. She's with us with the weekend weather. Tracy, good morning. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? We're awesome. I heard that Hoodie has a baseball game next Tuesday, and you have delivered 68-degree weather in Chicago on February 27th. I know, but I'm worried for the Flames that um, we could get some rain and some storms on Tuesday. The Granderson Dome, he's doming it this weekend. (laughs) Oh, really? I don't think so. I don't think so. So we're going to check on maybe an earlier start time to see if we could get it in. Just so, so you know, Coach, we're, we're discussing this back here. Yes, we certainly are. Um, but uh, you know what? I, I've had no complaints. Cap and I were walking to the garage the other day and said, boy, what a mild, wonderful winter that you've cooked up. It's fantastic. We it's, leave together every day. That's so, that's so cute. You hold hands when you walk out the door? We don't, but we engage in conversation, and we walk to the garage together. That's really lovely. We even had a 10-minute chat about black hockey players in the garage when he pulled in this morning. Is that right? So you do talk outside of this building? Yes. 100%. It's in the contract. <laughs> so you have to. It's in the contract. He's family to me, <laughs> You don't Tracy. have a choice. He's family to me. Well, you're like family to me. There you go. You know? Take that. So when you're gleefully watching... Cubs Sox, Sox Cubs this afternoon. Yes. I just want you to know that when you look out your window, you might see some snow. Today? Today. Arizona's getting snow? No. I said when you look out your window. Yes. So this afternoon, I don't want your listeners to be shocked. We're going to be in the mid-40s. Look at this sun out there right now. Yeah. But later this afternoon, we're going to have a cold front go through. So after about 3, 4 o'clock... The temperatures are going to be dropping. It's going to get colder. It's going to get windy. And we will see some snow around here. So if you have plans to get outside this evening, just know there may be some snow. Oh, you got to okay. drive somebody to the airport tonight. What? So. It's not sticking, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? We'll probably get uh, dusting to maybe a half of an inch of accumulation. Yeah. But it, this kind of stuff isn't going to last. Uh, tomorrow's still going to be a cold day, but then we bounce back up on Sunday. I'm, I'll be halfway to Terre Haute, Indiana by then. So, in short, that'll be uh, eight inches by the time I get to Terre Haute. Oh, yeah, lake effect. Yeah, no, it wouldn't, su- wouldn't surprise me at all. There will be some yeah. lake effect, maybe an inch or two in northern Indiana. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. So, could you tell us your first time that you met Tom Skilling, who is now retiring at WGN? Would you believe I had to leave? I had to leave Chicago to meet Mr. Skilling really? at a weather conference in oh. Salt Lake City, Utah. No kidding. Yeah, and we were on the same flight back. I mean, when people say he's the nicest man in the world, he is. He truly is. 
the nicest man in the world. He was the keynote speaker at the weather conference for the National Weather Association. He's truly the nicest man in the He's world. amazing. I did a lot of shows with him at WGN. He's amazing. And this town, I mean, yes, I know we he's won't even a play funeral or funeral funeral you or not. Better not. With, with I him. told Shay I was going to knock your block off if you did. But wow. honest to goodness, I know he's at a competing station, but he's a wonderful man. I wish him all the best in his retirement and lots of sunshine, but I think he likes the cold weather, too. So when you think about it, now that Skilling's off the air, are you going to get a, you know maybe your 10-minute block of uh, weather that he has on GN? That 10-minute block. <laughs> so let me tell you what's happening in Vancouver. I mean, are you, are you going to get that done, too? No? I do not think so. I mean, he's got a 10-minute block. I mean... I, he, you're way, I mean, you talk about time spent watching, right? You just want to know, hey, do I need a coat tomorrow? He's already in the Alberta Clipper. He's already on the West Coast. <laughs> He's telling you about Alaska and how the panhandle that, hook. The panhandle hook. He's got it all. And then at some point, he'll get to around and tell you what the weather is for tomorrow. He gets a seven-day. He gets at, it at in there. At some point, yes. Yes, at some point. But <laughs> here's the thing. It's the best. I'm on like 27 times in the morning. He mm. has one shot, Yeah, much. she's on all the, I always go by her desk and nine times out of ten, not there. <laughs> You're always on. Don't I always come in the morning and say hi to you? You do. That's very sweet. See? She's my friend. Okay, you, who are you trying to convince, me or the audience? Her. Okay, but trying to convince her. Yes. No way, friend. <laughs> I already know that. Thank you so much for listening and calling in and being part of the program here on Cap and J Hood. Our thanks to Shay and uh, Justin on the other side of the glass. And uh, coming up on Monday, you know what it is coming up on Monday for our show, right? It's a football Monday. Sure. There's no theme. I can't come up with anything. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. We'll be here. (laughs) Justin, Caleb, you're a hater. You're a mean person. It's Combine Week. It's Combine Week. See? Football Monday. That's it. So long, everybody. From Chicago. Take that.